Definitely one of my favourite pieces of musical theatre from Les Mis, Bring Him Home by Josh Groban, and also very relevant to our next story about the conflict in the Middle East. And New York-based reporter Bridget Leslie continues to follow the Israeli-Hamas conflict, and we've just received the latest interview from her. Bridget, you've been up incredibly early this morning to get us another of your special interviews uh, related to the Israeli-Hamas conflict. Tell us a little bit about how you got today's interview with uh, Omri Elmog. Is that how it's pronounced? Omri Elmog, that's right. Omri Elmog. So how did you get in touch with Omri uh, and his sister? I got in touch with an organization called Bring Them Home. One of my Israeli friends actually referred me to this organization because he knew I was looking to interview family members of hostages taken. Omri is the brother of a hostage. His sister was taken on the 7th of October by Hamas uh, in this brutal attack and he's not heard from his sister and her three kids yet. Hamas actually killed the husband and their oldest daughter. As he explains, uh, it's quite a uh, it's, it's quite a difficult interview. I warn people, you know, you don't want your children listening to this interview, but um, it's very heartrending conversation you've had with him. Interesting. I, I do like the way you've let him talk. You took a decision not to interrupt with a whole lot of questions, right? Absolutely. I thought that I wanted to get myself out of his story and I wanted him to tell us exactly what happened his way. And uh, to me, it's just... Um, it protects the integrity of him telling his story his way. And these people have gone through so much, you can only imagine. Uh, and I really wanted to give him the freedom to express what his thoughts were and tell us exactly what happened. And yes, it's brutal. My name is Omri Almog, and my uh, sister is Ken uh, Goldstein Almog. I live in the Upper Galil. My sister lives in uh, Kfar Aza, in Kibbutz Kfar Aza. And the morning of uh, October 7, we start to uh, chat by WhatsApp with uh, my sister, older daughter. Her name is Yam. And uh, around 12 uh, noon time, she uh, lost communication and basically we lost communication with the family from that moment till uh, Sunday night which they confirmed there are two uh, bodies in the house that they are murdered in the house and the other four, my sister and three kids are uh, missing we don't know if they uh, murdered or they the, the two that uh, has been murdered is Nadav, the father and the husband of my sister, and her do his daughter uh, Yam. She she was uh, at the house with him. Nadav's body was in the safe room on the floor, and Yam's uh, body was uh, 
next to the door where they uh, go into the house. It's a small uh, shower in inside the house. We confirmed uh, by DNA that this is the two uh, that has been murdered only on Wednesday, uh, on October 11. Just uh, yesterday uh, evening, we buried them in uh, Shfaim, in Kibbutz Shfaim, because there is no way you can uh, do, you cannot do funeral in Faraza uh, because it's a war zone. We buried them in Shfaim, which we moved the, the bodies in a later date, I don't know when, to Faraza. Uh, last week we find out that my sister and three more kids is kid kidnapped to Gaza. It took about uh, six, seven hours till the army arrived to Faraza to save the people that uh, were there and to take uh, down the Hamas. Uh, it was a holiday in uh, Israel, Sukkot. So we talked by phone and I sent some photos to each other. You have to keep in mind that uh, my sister and her husband Nadav, they're not on the media. They don't have Facebook, no Instagram. They barely take phone into the safe room. They are not really talking over the phone or WhatsApp. And, but the one thing, they, this family never left the house, no matter what is the crisis. They never go out from Kfaraza under any, any issues, even if the, the there's something happened in the Gaza and we fight there for three weeks. They always stay at home. They, they always say we never leave home. You never leave the house. This is uh, our safe place and this is where we're gonna be. And the kids grew up into this, uh, into this issue, into this idea. It's a beautiful family that fall uh, apart. Them and the families in Israel. Is uh, they have nothing to do with the war. They have nothing to do with the fight. First, uh, I'm talking about my private uh, family, but there's a lot of family like us. There's uh, 1,400 people that murdered that uh, day. Also, uh, soldiers in the army, uh, and we. I feel ashamed because uh, we live in that uh, area for uh, 20 years and they shoot missiles on us. And we have safe uh, houses and safe rooms and they don't. And they control our uh, reality and they do whatever they want whenever they want. The shame is because the army wasn't there when we need them. They just do for six, seven hours in Faraza, whatever they want. They took cars, they kill people, they burn houses. They, it was a crazy, crazy day all over the, the south of Israel around Gaza. But Israel have to find a way with uh, a lot of countries all over the world because it's a world problem. It's not just Israel problem, not just uh, my problem. It should be the world problem unless the world going to be a, a difficult place to live, especially in Israel. If 
we not bring back these people, people will not come, Jewish people will not come to live in Israel. My happiest uh, memory of my sister is uh, when we grew up together in the kibbutz next to Kfaraza. And she's younger than me, in, uh, two years and a half, a little bit more. So we grew up uh, together. Yes, uh, I'm uh, 51 years old. And my uh, sister was 49 uh, last night. Uh, she's uh, her uh, birthday, 23 of uh, October. Uh, two months ago, I did a trip with my oldest son. We go to the desert for a, a day of run and uh, travel. And on the way back, we stop at her home and uh, meet all the family and eat together. My 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 sister and. Uh, uh, her, her husband always taking care of my parents because they live together in Faraza and they live next to them. I live uh, far, is, uh, 300 kilometers from them. So now because we are only two kids, I, uh, I have to leave everything I do and go uh, help my parents first because they cannot go back to live in the kibbutz. They lost the houses, they lost everything. They're like uh, refugees in Israel now. Now, right now, we're living in a we're living in hotel in a, Tel Aviv for about two weeks. I don't know what's going to happen next month, but this is the issue now. And uh, hopefully, we can uh, find a safe place <clears throat> for the next uh, year because I believe it's going to take at least one year to rebuild Faraza. And to rebuild Faraza, it's not a problem to bring back the people to live there. This is the this is what the state of Israel need to do. Our report there by Bridget Leslie. This is the Travel Writer Show on J-Air 88FM in Melbourne. And that is Travel Writers Radio for this week. We will be back next week at 5pm on Wednesdays, repeated Saturdays from 1pm to 3pm here on JAIR88FM in Melbourne. Also live on the net at j-air.com.au. Our stories are also readily available via the website travelwritersradio.com. Travel Writers Radio is a production of Palette, the professional association of lifestyle and travel writers. So until next week, it's good night from me, Graham Kemlo. And good night from me, Helen Hayes. Thank you so much for listening. We are the wild, we are the free, and our fire burns eternally. We'll travel far, far as the eyes can see. We are the wild and free.